Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! Hey everybody, welcome to the Brothers of Discussion. Hey! I'm Matt, that is Mike. Uh, Mike's ball, Isaac, Howard, Get all the business out of the way. We are the Brothers of Discussion. We can be found at bodpodcast.com. That's B-O-D-podcast.com. Uh, find us on Twitter at bodpodcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at bodpodcast or Brothers of Discussion. Uh, we have a new YouTube page that uh, was uh, kind of spoiled, but there's more videos coming. Uh, yeah, they're coming. Our super hot video of uh, Dolph uh, being saved by Drew McIntyre. Everybody loved it. We've got thousands of viewers of that video. A uh, bunch of new Brothers of Discussion fans. And of course, we hit our 500 mark of uh, subscribers on Facebook. Yeah, so we want to thank all of you for joining along. Uh, hopefully, half of you will review and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, so we can get uh, we can get some data going there and see when everybody's yeah. tuning in, see when they're tuning out. Ducky. Can't do it without your uh, subscribing and reviewing. Ducky. So <laughs> you all right there, Dose? Ducky. <laughs> What's up, Dose? You need some coffee? Oh, I had some of that cold brew coffee, but. Swallowed it back with a little bit of French press coffee, but they both make you gotta go, Ducky. Yeah, cold, cold brews. Uh, I'll do a number on your heart. Better watch cold, out, Ducky. A lot of acidity in my old system, Ducky. Ah. We'll cut back though. So, just huge news that our YouTube video has thousands of views. So it has been confirmed. Well, I mean, you can find the video on YouTube. It has thousands of video. Literally, uh, views thousands of people can find this video. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, confirmed it that viral, Vince McMahon yeah. does not watch NXT, but he does watch Brothers of Discussion funny videos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he definitely does. Now, uh, what? Why do people think he doesn't watch NXT? We we have confirmed footage of his face in Gorilla watching NXT. I don't get it. I I am uh I am the one subscribing to the idea that uh that news was created to distract everybody uh from something else that's going on in the WWE right now. Uh something that uh that helped me get my first uh stick to sports response oh yeah big big momentous day for the journalistic workings (laughs) of the brothers of discussion i Uh, i gotta be honest i i felt i felt you know like like a real journalist when i heard that you felt like you were megan kelly it was a big deal you felt like you were lebron 
I just... I. That was a LeBron James article. Stick to basketball, you dribbling <laughs> buffoon. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, this seems so far outside of, like, right and left. You know what I mean? Politically. So how are there still... You mean your greatness? I, yeah. I don't understand. Okay. How how are there Facebook bots that are still responding to a with a stick to agenda? Like who in their right mind looks at this and goes, you know what? Keep your mouth shut. If the WWE wants to make money, you know, from this blood money, just let them do it. Just leave them alone. God. I I well, don't you're understand. Convinced that. it's a it's a bot, and I I think it could be Vince himself. I mean, he got a. <laughs> Look at, this, this, look, at this, account. look at this hilarious video. He's a meatloaf song. <laughs> Wait, what is this article? Oh, I better get another burner account. <laughs> Hashtag hate. Yeah. Hashtag bury the brothers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, it's really tough to have a fun wrestling podcast uh, that's based around the company that we've given so much of our time and attention to. Uh, totally throwing away any sense of morality um for a dollar now obviously it's not a dollar it's 450 million dollars spread out over about 10 years um so that wwe does massive pay-per-view style events in the country of saudi arabia um last event the first one the greatest royal rumble was you know it was a house show you know fine uh but you know the the crowd was dead. It was all rich people, you right. know, in the bottom bottom uh, lower bowl. Uh, you know the ones you could see on TV. Um, yeah. It was it was a really weird show. It was to watch a, it was a weird he... dynamic because you know they keep patting themselves on the back for um, you know all the things they're doing for women's wrestling now with um, you know treating them like they're equal to the men, right? So that whole card, you weren't even allowed to have commercials for the women. Uh, they weren't allowed to participate. They weren't allowed to be in back, uh, you know, back area segments. Uh, they weren't allowed to commentate. Um, and instead, we got traded to a Saudi Arabia propaganda video about how great it is to be a woman in the country because now you can almost drive. Right. So, yeah, that's moderately more progressive, right? But now it's coming out that that only passed after a series of women's rights activists were arrested. Yep. So, uh, what are we looking at? Crown Jewel was April? Uh, that Greatest Royal Rumble was, was or, April. So. Right, 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 right. You're, I'm so, sorry. Um, yep, so Crown that, Jewel that was, is coming up. Yep. So the, and, and me doing just, a, I honestly, everybody, just a, small bit of research going through some articles so that was march that all of the the activists were arrested yes and the wwe's making their way over to to sort of highlight you know that oh oh we're bringing western culture over to the kingdom of saudi arabia so all the stuff you know the, the, the women being allowed to drive and i i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken we could probably go back to the wwe network since this was a part of the show um wasn't it not even really done wasn't there not even a like a seal or a stamp on this yet they were just saying like it's happening like it's not it's not like it's a widespread change it's just the thought was out there right 
I, I don't you know, know if we're actually going to get the full truth on it, that. that. That's um, not even, that doesn't even matter. That's, no. I, I mean, Did, the, the real like we, point here is that we were right, being well, fed we, Saudi Arabian propaganda to, to, to make us feel better, to make our, our little tummies feel better about watching the show. And in a country that, uh, you know, we really don't know much about at the time. Uh, and right. we still don't know a lot about, but, um, you know, what, what, <clears throat> what, what oh, you know what? I, I also don't want to forget that, yeah. um, Sami Zayn was also not allowed to participate. I also don't want right. to forget that, uh, because of his no. nationality. Um, so now we have another event coming right up and really rough timing here. Um, <laughs> I mean, are there enough red flags yet? <laughs> No, we're really progressive, but keep that fucking red-haired piece of shit out of here. Like, what the fuck? Oh, I completely... I'll be honest. I completely forgot about Sami Zayn, and nowhere did I touch on that in my article, but... Um... Jesus. Yeah, I, I mean, we're looking for... Now we have this missing journalist uh, from the United States, that- uh, Jamal Khashoggi. That Turkey's um, reporting that they have evidence, not only audio, but video evidence that the Washington Post has seen, uh, that is of him being murdered. Not only murdered, but dismembered by <laughs> the Crown Prince's, I don't know how you want to put it, um, lackeys, men, thugs. Yeah, his faction. Um, and that, that's Mohammed bin Salman, who, I mean, he's, he's the guy that The Rock's taking pictures with, everybody with the WWE that, uh, has a big name has taken a picture with him, has gone out to dinner yeah, with him. Yeah, I mean, he's been at the table with, you know, uh, the Amazons, you know, the, the Microsofts, um, Apples, you know, like people, tech, tech people, big money right. people that we, you know, we already put money into their products. Um, so it's... And now, like, with all of this happening, this just looks like, you know, he he's the leader of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And he said, you know what? If we don't start to put a better face on this, on our, on our kingdom, uh, we're going to fall so far behind we can't, we can't catch up. And all of this looks like was just giant smoke and mirrors, uh, you know, while, while there was still, like, a clear... I mean, I, I, I can't say there was a clear. I could say now it looks like um, with where all of the news is pointing, because, again, these I, 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 we have to still we still have to show respect to the fact that these are all allegations and nothing's been proven. Um, except for the evidence that Turkey claims to have. But I mean, all, all of this looks like it was just a big game. You know, this this was just let's let's well, see he was, what we can right, do. He was in he this... was baited. This journalist, uh, I apologize. He was baited to get out in public um, to obtain paperwork, right? That would allow him to marry his his fiance. Um, and it, his basically, it looks like his crime is he wrote pieces that were critical of mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia. And of, um, uh, and of the leader, uh, Bin Salman. So, I, so you know, I mean, we that's... are not we are not journalists, right? Right. We we just we just like to you know, put words or voice to things we love. Um, it's just this. It's going to be really tough to, depending on what facts come out, it's going to be really tough to stand behind WWE 
um, the more of this news comes out that they're they're just gonna you know throw away their morality just for this big payday from Saudi Arabia. Right. Um, I, I feel like um, you know my my the soapbox I'm standing on our, our monologue uh, or my monologue here for the next second will be what I wanted brothers of discussion to be because uh, someone asked me the other day and uh, I mean I, I went back to to you know the articles that I'd been uh, writing and sort of the the same sort of dialogue we continue to preach here um, it, it's about being more progressive but in in the grand scheme of things we want WWE fans uh, to be more informed we want them to be smarter we want the sport to be respected because people watch and this is what our uh, compared compared our our love of this performance art to um i mean everybody watches game of thrones and i'm not saying that the writing is as good as game of thrones but there's a level of respect that goes into a show like that and there right now it, uh, there's almost zero respect in the grand scheme of all media uh for pro wrestling uh and, and you've got you've got uh what's his name from ufc who uh beat the crap out of conor mcgregor uh, tweeting out, hey, how about I go to the WWE, hashtag fake fighting. And it's just like, <sighs> you know, go fuck yourself, man. I, I'm, like, that's his fallback. His UFC's career done, uh, career is done. <clears throat> so we're just supposed to go, oh, yeah, he's he's been a cage fighter at one point. Uh, in no way has he shown any form of uh, acting, performance, any of that. It's just we're just supposed to adopt him because he's been a real fighter at one point. And I, I just, you know, there, there needs to be more respect to the sport that not just anybody can do it because they've thrown a punch at one point. And, and to that end, I, I think on the, you know, the opposite side of the spectrum that we're more open for fans, that anybody can be a fan and, and people need to, to look at this in a different light. And when I write these articles, and I answered this question more than a week ago, so this is before all the Jamal Khashoggi stuff came out, that was what I was trying to preach, was that we can be a part of that change. And that change becomes so difficult when you have a company that might be one of the few that continues to work with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, despite all of this news. And I... You know, I, and I... I I wrote the article because, again, I want our fans to be informed. I, I even pleaded at the end of my article to plead, you know, don't just read this. Go to all the links that I posted. Read all of those top to bottom. Don't read the title of the article and move on. Because I'll say, I'll say this. This is how bad, this is how bad pro wrestling journalism is. We had the next day, right, we have NXT uh, not being watched by Vince McMahon. First right. of all, if that was true, <clears throat> if that was true, Mike, who gives a flying fuck? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, he's, how is he's that a... journalism? How is that a story? Who? He it makes mil. Of course he doesn't have time to sit down and watch NXT at 8 o'clock. If I had a full-time job, which I don't, if I did, I would not have time to watch NXT. I'm sorry. I it just It would be tough to put aside... 8, 9, 10, sometimes 12 hours in a week watching one TV show. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, how, how many hours a week do you have to spend watching Game of Thrones? One, 
goddamn yep. hour. <laughs> so Vince McMahon works Raw and SmackDown, and he just happens to be out of time to sit down and watch NXT. That's it. But on top of that, Mike, just today posted is that JR, Jim Ross, defends the WWE's business and position with Saudi Arabia. If you read that title of that article, what are you thinking in your head, right? Mm -hmm. And you know where I'm going with this because of how I just presented it. But if you click on the article and you read it, the very, the, not the very first, but the second paragraph says, oh, by the way, the interview was recorded weeks ago before all of this happened oh. with Muhammad. So all they're doing is posting articles to get people to, like, they're not even doing real news. That's what pro wrestling journalism is. And that's what I don't want to be. I, that's why I said, please, re go to the real journalists and find out what's happening. You ha like we have to stay informed and and we have to ask the WWE to not do this show because we want to be proud of of being a wrestling fan of being a WWE fan and I just it's gonna well, be I think... too easy to to just cast it aside and say you know what they're in this bubble of you know uh, media and art that doesn't matter so they can do whatever they want no. Say no well, think, because you're just as important as everybody else. But go ahead. Yeah. I, Sorry, that was like five minutes. It's, no, you're fine. It's just that this is a huge, you know, just another example of, you know, money being the only real difference. Right. Um, you know, for years we heard some strange things about Hulk Hogan, um, you know, what his political and personal feelings were towards, you know, minorities. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's still in the Hall of Fame, things like that. Right. And it wasn't until a video came out and everybody saw it then they're like oh we're gonna put on pause your you know entry into the hall of fame um whereas you know somebody like enzo amore was accused of you know sexual harassment to somebody and the case is now dropped he's not going to jail or anything um but as soon as anything was sniffed mentioned uh he's outright released gone right um so now we're, you know, we're getting word that, you know, potentially this, this company has, you know, uh, you know, they, they, they've heard what's, what's going on in Saudi Arabia, this missing journalist. Um, Renee Young is a journalist. Um, <laughs> what if something happened to her? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's not going to be writing think pieces about, you know, the, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, but it's just right if, I, if if you're gonna treat it you know like you know like how enzo and i'm i can't believe i'm actually defending enzo amore but no you I know don't. if you're gonna if any sniff of something that could you know be hurting uh you know people who hold a lot of, of stock in wwe all the shareholders you know um with this deal with fox um i don't know why they wouldn't just be cautious and just you know err on that side you know and say you know what you know maybe this isn't such a good idea maybe we have some things that still need to get figured out Maybe this idea doesn't really represent what we're trying to promote, you know, when we visit all these schools, when we visit all these, um, you know, after-school programs. Yeah. Um, when we're encouraging, you know, youths to, you know, uh, you know, be, be nicer to each other, let's end bullying, let's be more inclusive, let's have Finn Balor have, um, you know, LGBTQ clothing. 
Um, you know, which obviously he wouldn't be wearing at Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of they're talking out of both sides of their mouth where they want to act like they're this, this beacon of progression but still take all this money and still have these warning signs and still proceed because of the, you know, they're going to be able to afford to get Shawn Michaels off the couch. And it's just... Right. It's really it's really rough. It's, you know, he's got mouths to feed. He's got a family to feed. So who are we to say, hey, don't take that money? But it's just... Like, not, you know, not not like this. It's just, it's just disappointing. Um, there isn't enough information out. You know, we're, we're not qualified journalists. We're not over in saudi arabia you know we're not making phone calls we don't have contacts like cnn msnbc fox those companies have obviously we're two guys with you know microphones and laptops you know and we just right we're we're, i think we're the bloggers we're the opinions where we're not reporting the news we're giving our thoughts on and again on on news from bbc cnn npr the washington post we're not watching MSNBC. We're not watching Fox. We're not watching news that is generated for the fan of a political side. And you it's know what? Like... Most of my news coverage here, I, I would say most of what I brought up was from Al Jazeera, um, which is probably uh, the most. What do, what do I want to yeah, say? I... Uh, I know we're getting into a whole, you know, thing because I I would rather go to the Guardian than you know something out of our country, but um, right, yeah, you know, you'll sometimes get some okay journalism out of the you know the Post, Globe, Times, but I feel like the cleanest, most unbiased is probably the Guardian, at least my personal taste. But again, that's not really the point. The point is, how are we going to keep doing this show and promoting this company and you know giving four hours of our you know. <laughs> weekend to this you know hypocritical pay-per-view that's you know really uh, like obscenely obvious looking you know dirty money uh it's it's tough to do right and and i've made i've made decisions not to do business with companies for far less and you know mike um maybe it's time that we we say that you know we love we love this business enough and there's enough options out there that um we don't we don't want to participate anymore and i i i mean that's where i'm at right now because i spent the weekend and i i wrote while i was on vacation everybody these articles that came out about the vince mcmahon watching nxt and and um uh the jamal kashagi um i don't know fallout um I, did, I wrote that because, and while I was on my, my vacation, because it meant so much to me to, to get it off my chest and to make sure that you guys were, were, were at least hearing from us and our, you know, our thoughts. Because again, I want to, I want to keep everybody informed, at least the best to my ability. Um, and it, it just, it turned my stomach. Um, and it, it really, you know, I, I feel like that's such a cliche but I, I really was, like, as this news was coming out, was just regretting so much. Because at the time, you just immediately think, oh, my God, what the what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. <sighs> I think I'm going to, uh, you know, we do need to move on, and I'm sure it's going to come up again as we continue to talk. Um, but, you know, there's, there's pro wrestling to talk about. Um, I yeah, mean, it's just, I, like, I, this is just an extra example. 
like, you know, all the other examples with the women you'd think would have been enough, but it right. wasn't. Like, there was already enough there and enough fan outcry to not do this. This seemed like the perfect out. And if they don't do it, that's where it's it's to us. It's, you know, the Shawn Michaels not coming back. You know what it was? They just weren't willing to give him the money that he that he deserved. I, I was going to say wanted, but the money that he deserved. They just didn't want to pay him. And now it's now we can afford him. So, yeah, we'll come back, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> like, what the f- Oh, oh gosh it all you know it's just and, and here we are we're about to glorify them for another 40 minutes here probably uh talking about how great their product is uh talking about nxt and um ron smackdown and and honestly i i did think about saying why don't we watch you know ring of honor is gonna stream tonight why don't we give jay lethal a chance and i looked it up i did the whole match card preview thing and i i uh christ probably should by the way that card just looks incredible yeah um it almost looks like you know if you hired your favorite band you know to do a gig at your wedding and you pick the set list like it looks like the the crown prince said hey you know i've always wanted to see dx and the brothers (laughs) of destruction go at it how about that uh sean michaels is retired is he really retired is he dead and then a wallet opens yeah (laughs) Um, um, I've always wanted to see... I, you know what? I do like real wrestling. Give me AJ Styles versus the greatest wrestler this side of AJ Styles. So, we need <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Like, he's got a thing with The Miz. Oh, that that's over now. Uh, yeah, they're going to fight each other. <laughs> no, we have, like, a whole six-month plan. I don't give a fuck. Let him roll up The Miz in 20 seconds. I want Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, and I want it now. Oh, let him roll up the mist in 20 seconds. <laughs> oh, we didn't think of that. That's a great idea. Oh. That's a great idea, Crown Prince. Whoa. Thanks for coming into the writer's room. And you know what? I've always loved the American cartoon The Simpsons, so I want John Cena to look like Ned Flanders. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to be able to make John Cena... Look like Ned Flanders. Okay, that's a lot of money. Uh, John, hi. We're going to need you to grow your hair out and look ridiculous. I feel like now it was more like, that's a lot of money, but I mean, this is a grown man who makes his own hair decision. That's a gun. That's a gun right there. Yes. John, get John on the phone. That was a gun. Yes, we will do it. I swear. Yeah. John, John will look like Ned Flanders. Promise. You want what? Ned Flanders, JBL? Yes? Perfect. Get John on the phone! Right now! He'll come in, he'll do his five moves of death. You oh, want a new oh. one? <laughs> okay, John, can you can you do a sixth move of death? Can he do like a power bomb? You know, maybe something on the ring apron. I mean, this should be a move of death. Okay, you want him to do what? A ridiculous barely a punch. <laughs> Who's gonna teach him that? Jackie Chan doesn't Jackie, no, Chan. Okay. Jackie Chan is guys, not a wrestling that's, coach. That's listen, gun. listen, we got we got some great guys, all right? We got Matt Bloom. Uh, we've got guys that have been in this wrestling bit. Okay, you want Jackie Chan. Okay, Jackie? Hi. Yes. <laughs> it's the WWE. I know. Crazy, right? I know. All right. So, you've watched The Simpsons, right? Okay. So, okay. 
Here's what we need you to do. We need you to turn <laughs> Ned Flanders into a karate man. You have ten minutes. Okay. Here he comes. Oh, my God. John Cena! <laughs> Alright, that was my best impression so far since the show started. Um... All right, that was a no. really good Jackie Chan. I really liked it. <laughs> I don't want to do a Jackie Chan impression. Um, <laughs> all right, let's let's talk about um, Vince McMahon's favorite show. So, well, just real quick, what yeah, are we going to no, leave I'm this sorry. at? Yeah, because no, go ahead. Are we going to keep doing this show if WWE just says screw it? Are we? Because responsibly, we sh- we should be waiting for evidence as well. I mean, yes, they... right. And are they just going to follow Fox's lead? Because Fox is still there. And Fox has the big Raw SmackDown contract, correct? Uh, SmackDown. Okay, just SmackDown. Okay. Um, um, I, I, I mean, you're right. We don't know everything, but I, I will say, like, the latest news that was reported today that um, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is, is uh, throwing out threats, uh, financial threats for anybody that uh, crosses them. So that that has not that that's yet to be confirmed. But that's the kind of news that's coming out today. Um, I don't know. It just sort of points to, you know, are, are you are you guilty when you get that? You know, it's like it's it's like, it's just it's that simple. You know, you sound guilty when you get defensive like that. If you guys fuck with me. I'm going to blow up the whole stock market. Not literally, but you guys are fucked if you keep doing this. Like, that That sounds like guilt. That sounds like an admission of guilt. <laughs> and again, yeah. that's another thing, too, where that, that just popped up uh, online um, from CNN. But it, it's still, none of this has been confirmed uh, by anybody. But I, I just, there's so much of it stacking up. And, you know, the second that uh, the story came out, then there was, and I, and I threw it in my, my article too, but um, one of the former leaders has been chased down and he's been on the run. Um, and he felt now it was necessary to, to get this news out. He felt like now he could be safe because now they, they can't kill him. You know, now that he's gone yeah. out in public. Uh, so that was the story there. So, there, I mean, there's other people that are claiming to be hunt they're they're not just being you know they're not they're literally being hunted is what i mean to say um by people associated with uh muhammad bin salman so there's just so much evidence stacking up and you know before the turkey stuff gets released to the public you know i'm sure there has to be some sort of due diligence to be done of sure um there is a man in this video who is the man that's being murdered as as blunt as i'm being saying this and as shallow as my choice of words are but you know who is that man and then who's here who's doing it um and then who are they connected with so it's not just as simple as saying we have a video there there's your evidence um there's a lot of of middle ground that needs to be covered and even with the wwe running crown jewel they might right now just be running the game um you know, I, I mean, innocent until proven guilty. So they might just go, let's collect our next $40 million while we can, while nothing's yeah. been proved, uh, proven. Nothing has been proved. Proved? Proved? Proven? Proven. Proved. 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 And, uh, you know, proved. let's collect our 40 and and go proved. from there. Um, I, which I'm, st- I'm still not sure. Proved. Proved. 
proved proof, it in? Proof. Proofed. Proved. Proofed. 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 <laughs> proofed. I, I, I'm going to say I will, if any new news comes out, uh, check out that article. I will continue to update it at this point. There isn't anything too like um there, there's just you know there's the the call to action from senators which i did write down as something to talk about but really that's more of a, a political gesture uh of uh, you know getting good faith and getting more votes so really i don't give a shit if senators are asking the wwe to to, to leave i care about us asking them to leave and um you know, we'll, we'll see more. It's been enough for other companies to leave uh, their relationships uh, with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um, but right now, you know, maybe the WWE is just in too deep. Um, you know, I, and I, I'll just say, playing both sides of the coin, this is going to sound silly. But who's to say there isn't somebody already in their ear outside of the WWE saying, you know what, let's not... You know, let's not put anybody else in danger. You know, I, I mean, this is something that is in, in the public's eye, this relationship, yeah. this show. Maybe yeah. let's just do it, and then you guys can back out later. You, you know what I mean? Like, And it's also too close to sort of make these changes as well. Um, that's just looking at it from the other side. My, my know, strong yeah. and hard opinion is get out. Leave. Like, we... We want it. This is a wrestling podcast. We've been talking about this for about a half hour, um, right? And it's just because it is. It is such a big deal. Like you know, you'd this hope that maybe the wrestling. maybe the talent would want to. You know, like hey, I don't. They seriously. So Sami Zayn can't even wrestle. Okay, the women can't. Right? There's some countries that got to play catch up. It's not understandable, but it's just like contextually. Well, you know, we want to make money here, so have our men go. But it's it's beyond that. It's now. It's not just not a good idea now there's you know noted looks like proof of death for going against this person so you know you you wish the talent would you know i wish that they could say something i mean uh you know like hey i i, I don't feel comfortable going here right i don't feel like i should be you know performing for this type of audience for this paycheck but instead it feels like total opposite uh you've got you know kane undertaker Triple H and Shawn Michaels all deciding to wrestle for this. So it, it definitely feels like the opposite of a Kaepernick. It feels like they're just 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 conceding, you know, what, what you would hope was, you know, some sort of, you know, code of ethics and it's Man, is it disappointing. You know, there's still yeah. time for them to back out, but well, I don't yeah, know, even... we might I don't know, and there was so many, there was so much good wrestling this week, but yeah, I, I know we had such a great show planned, and then this shit happened. <laughs> uh, Mike, I will say that was one of the best Monday Night Raws, a very yes. great NXT. It's hard to say one of the best NXT episodes because there's been so many great ones. Yes, uh, SmackDown was kind of a a turd sandwich, but that seemed to be outside of the norm for SmackDown. But yeah, it was you... definitely a Saudi Arabian bunghole on Tuesday, <laughs> but. <laughs> that's not how we're gonna instead of the five star matches we'll just only rate bad matches as a saudi arabia bunghole <laughs> so uh nxt you know that's our favorite show all right i um yeah let's talk, you know it's headlined with some ricochet, with ricochet um adam cole and um the the bruiserweight um pete dunn but 
I really would rather start with Raw because that was one of the best okay. episodes I think that has ever occurred. Okay. Um, <laughs> honestly, like so many important storyline things happened. Um, you know, officially DX reunited in the ring. Um, Shawn Michaels declared that he's gonna, you know, get some revenge for how he was disrespected. Um, they both gave, you know, it looked like written promos. They've been, they, you know, the past couple weeks leading up to the Super Showdown. It kind of seemed like they were told to improvise a little bit. Um, this was a lot more focused. Um, you know, this was this was you know two of the guys who were the best ever. You know, actually putting in some real effort, and I think you could really tell. Um, so this got me amped. Um, moral moral questions aside, it made me want to see Shawn Michaels get back in the ring and kick yeah. some brothers of destruction tail. Um, but uh, the one, I think the biggest I, thing was what was pretty controversial online yeah. was the Conquistador. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kurt Angle taking out Baron Corbin in that goofy <laughs> battle royal. Because um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think the crowd quite picked, like you could tell from the crowd noise, they were excited that that guy was getting the Conquistador when he was still masked. Yeah. Because uh, if you didn't see it, you need to watch it. It's what, <laughs> maybe a 10-minute segment where uh-huh. Baron Corbin looks like he's going to squash all these jobbers. And uh, there's one guy who's masked who you can't really see who it is. He's in a full-body gold suit. Um, it looks like, uh, you know, like it's it's pre-airbrushed for gold dust. That's what he looks like. <laughs> um, in the aftermath, um, Kurt Angle said he felt like he was a condom. That's what he felt like. <laughs> he's in a big gold condom. <laughs> Um, I, did you see the five minutes before that match? I didn't get to, no. They actually sold that as it was going to be Heath Slater. Mm. So, like, when I when I talk about why we watch the WWE and we don't watch Ring of Honor or, you know, we don't New take Japan. the time. Ton- yeah, right. like, these storylines, like, that, that was actually creative storytelling. Yeah. That was something where there's a connection. And then, and then the, the payoff... Yeah, the it's bait something and that's been going on for months. Months between Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. And some of Baron Corbin's best work. Honestly, yeah. him taking over for Kurt Angle has been an absolute, like, A-plus. Not gonna, like, think about a guy that we all were talking about. If someone's going to leave the company soon, it's Baron Corbin. And they've done such a great job with creative that now they've made a guy who, who has size, he's relevant again. Maybe not. Yeah, I want to see more event. of that feud. Yeah. And, and we're gonna. I. I it's just it. Uh, I. I immediately spat back at someone online, and then they spat back without adding us. So I was a little disappointed we didn't get the publicity for it. Uh, right. So we're not gonna give them any publicity right now. But uh, you know, fuck them. But yeah. they, they. They. They have a famous pod, podcast. Uh, we're five hundred strong. But, yeah. <laughs> we're coming. But they all right. they poo pooed all over that because they they didn't take the time for the story to develop and and how silly would it be to watch an episode? You know, I'm gonna come back to Game of Thrones. If you watch the first five minutes of Game of Thrones, you're gonna like I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. People said there are dragons. I don't see any dragons. Spent five minutes. Where are the dragons? Like yeah. shut the fuck up and let like, the story this play such out. A, this was such a classic like indie house show, uh, like gimmick. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean? yeah that is... with one character just wearing a mask, and you don't know who it is. You know, right. and it's a a tote. Like you know, you have an idea. It's probably somebody important, but you don't have any idea it was somebody that important. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Um, it... He comes out in a ridiculous, 
you condom. know, like classic condom, gold condom wrapper <laughs> That's costume. A condom. You know, the old classic condom bit, you know. Uh, <laughs> He's got like a little ruffle on the top of his bald head. <laughs> <laughs> little lump. Um, you know, he kind of looks like a condom. Like a like a condomed penis, Kurt. I mean, not to sound mean, but because of how he, his head settles and he's got that. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, please. Let's hear you describe penises and condoms a little more. <laughs> so, he look like, it's just the way he's built and it gets all girthy. At the, okay, go ahead. I, I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> No, th- like this is why you know you love pro wrestling because it's a it's a stage show. You know, there's there's a uh, let me think of just a goofy example like uh, Demon Barbara Fleet Street. There's a homeless woman who's just always on the peripheral, and then lo and behold, she's an important character. It's Johnny Depp's wife. Oh, I just ruined that. Sweeney uh, Todd's spoiler. wife the whole time. Boo! Spoiler. You only watched the movie and not the stage play. Boo! If, if you started 39 minutes in, don't go backwards. No! If you haven't seen. But it's just that classic, like, that payoff is so much better than if it had been Heath Slater. And we like Heath Slater. Right. But this, oh, I, I just want to, you know, raw writers of, you know, they already have a three-hour monster block that they have to write for every single well, week. You know what it is? What? I've ended uh, my articles by asking the WWE, article after article, please be better, be more creative. That's what you get paid to do. And they've done it. They listened. That's yeah. what it was. It's just it, been months of the brothers of discussion and their existence has helped the WWE become a better product. I, it's I, There's only one thing that has correlated with that. Unless you want to say it's the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. Those are the only two things that have started in the last year in their relationship with the WWE. So just, you go ahead. The audience make the decision. Is yeah. it Mohammed bin Salman? Or is it the brothers of discussion that have been more of a ground moving changer? Yeah, we're going to have a week long poll. See what you guys think. <laughs> I've got a week long poll just thinking about it. What? <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> I uh, I was thinking about working on a on a Tucky impression, but it just it's my voice. It just kind of works. I just have to not go hi. Like I normally do, I just have to go. Hey, Tucky, do something. Hey, what is it, Tucky? Tucky. Also, if Say you guys are not following them on Instagram and Twitter, you're missing out. Um, yeah, quick that, plug. That <laughs> for the ten that, million followers. That, that that bit of them uh, getting uh, getting the wax done on, <laughs> on poor Otis. And <laughs> why? I don't know. I just love the smooth as the... a baby's bottom. Oh. Just rubbing Tucky's or Doze's back. And um, and poor Doe's just duck it. Duck, well, he comes. Yeah, it. he comes in like with the the big swagger, like yeah. Hey, how you doing, sweetheart? It's Otis the big Doe's. And you see oh, the lady behind the, the desk going, okay. Oh, Mr. Doe's. Okay. You know, <laughs> like she clearly just helped EC3 like a real man's man. And then yeah. Otis the goof the goofball clown, you know, comes in. Hey, it's me, Otis baby. You know, <laughs> and then to hear him, the poor man reduced like, to ducky. <laughs> Those guys are so damn funny. Please call them up. They should have more eyeballs on them. I love those two so much. Um, um, but we? uh, we were talking. We were trying <laughs> to get on raw. Yeah, we totally went off the rails. And there. this, this, I don't think I've ever been this interested in a Baron Corbin storyline. 
Uh, like, he's held belts, I think, once. Didn't he hold the U.S. belt for, like, five seconds? Yeah. Um, you know, he's won the uh, Under the Giant Invitational, but this this storyline I want to watch. And it's not just because it's Kurt Angle. It's because there's, like, a real job on the line. And it, it it's memorable. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I know you probably want to touch on... Touch on? You probably want to touch on uh, your favorite tag team of all time. Uh, Mr. Ziggler and Mr. McIntyre. Yeah, um, we we never do get enough time to talk about them because I, I think they get enough time on, on the blog. Um, I, I love these guys. When they first came out, obviously we've told this story a million times. I, like I said, this is the most underrated pickup. This, like, this team had so much potential. And, and it's just, it it's really, it's really come all the way. And, and, and I think for it to finish... This sounds like I'm talking about something else. Uh, yeah, it's come about, so man? close. Um, I'm so close right now, just thinking about what could happen with McIntyre in the next couple months. Um, I'm glad I'm wearing jeans because if I was wearing sweats, this table I'm working on would just be like flipped over. Um, no, that's I... part of the appeal. Yeah, <laughs> jeans hold down boners. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it, you know, um, clean for the podcast but yeah my rock hard boner for mcintyre and ziggler uh went another inch uh this past week when i i don't know there's something about it that the heel tag team is stronger than dean ambrose in the shield Uh, like to tell that story is is beautiful i think it's it's great like it's not that would have been so boring if the shield stayed together and then McIntyre beat up Ziggler or, you know, Braun and McIntyre lose the match because Ziggler's being, you know, a little douchebag or something. Yeah. Um, you know, this is just another element of, of how the storytelling is actually, you know, especially for this episode of Raw, but for the last couple weeks with this group of six who have been fight, like, think about how bored you are of watching Bobby Roode and, um, uh, the Ascension and, oh my God. And what's his face? Daniel Bryan. Oh, Chad Gable. Son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can remember his storyline. Uh, like, how boring is that? I, that should be so done. But this is this is a group of six guys that have been fighting each other for the last month, I'm and still nobody not cares. Right? They could fight again for the next month. Like if they if Dean Ambrose is like, all right, all right, guys, uh, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm gonna come back. I'm, I'm coming yeah. back to the team one more week. And you know that's where it tar- yeah, you know, like I I could go. They could heal everything up. They could be fine. They could go another month, and I'd still love watching that. Um, yeah, and I mean, that- like, the other thing, too, is they're putting their three money men, you know, on a team, the Shield, right? Mm-hmm. Dean, Roman, Seth. Right. Those guys win all the belts. Uh, they're the cover boy of every pay-per-view they're a part of. Nice. Um, and what's cool is that they're adding nuance and story to the other side. Um, you know, Ziggler, we know that he's, you know, kind of been on the back burner. You know, he's there to help get guys over because, you know, he can go more than anybody in the company probably. Right. He could get us over uh, as wrestlers in the ring who've collectively taken zero bumps. Um, <laughs> he, you know, he doesn't get, you know, uh, he, he'll get chances at championship belts. He'll, you know, have the Intercontinental for a, you know, a hot second. You know, he does have the tag titles now, but he's not... You know, we always whine about how he's treated, but this is, like, his most compelling version and yeah. I, I can think of. Um, this is the bread and butter of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and I mean, that relationship with him and Drew, like, when 
when Braun came over and was given Dolph Hell in that tag match, you know, for you're being a doofus or a dumb dumb or silly pants. And then Drew got <laughs> right in his face. That crowd was Oh my god, they were just eating it up, man. Yeah. Um and I made the same sound as the crowd, like, Oh he's saving <laughs> his man. Oh no. I you um, know what? For me, it like my uh the emotion that came out like I was just smiling. I was ear to ear. And it was just like I, I've made that video, uh the one that's on our Facebook and our YouTube. Yeah. I've watched that thing I've watched it two thousand times. That's why it has two thousand views. <laughs> I, it warms my heart every single time I see it. Like, I just get so happy. I'm like, oh, look at Drew. He cares for Dolph so much. Like, like that's the like that's the brotherhood, you know? Like that. Yeah, like, you're my brother real... of discussion, but if Braun was coming to beat you up, whew, that, that wouldn't be me. <laughs> so it was cool to see real love. Like, I, I don't have that for you. I, I, I don't want to die. Man. Yeah, don't touch my Dolph. Yeah, he picked you. You're done. I'm sorry. <laughs> we had a good run, you know. Bye. We'd have a, I'd have a dedication solo episode for you, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to fight Braun Strowman, but Drew McIntyre would. Yep. And that's it's, a real relationship. That's a real story. Like, now, now like, we've hit I don't want to hear about Prince Harry anymore. I want to hear about Drew and Dolph. That's what <laughs> I want to hear about. A real power couple. But think yeah. about, like, to take this to the next step, too, like, what the next element of the story. Now Drew had that moment where he could have broken it off. You know, like, that could have been the end of the relationship. And instead, he chose Dolph over Braun Strowman. So the next time Dolph fucks up, that could be that could be it. Yep. So now it goes back to, remember, um... Oh, Mike, I'm not sure if you'll remember this storyline. Remember uh, old guy Ric Flair was, was going to get fired um, from the WWE if he lost a match? I don't know if you remember yes. that storyline. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, it rings a bell. Um, yeah. That whole spring was was the first time that, that Ric Flair's matches were fun in a long time. Because right. his matches sucked. I'm sorry. Whoever, like... This goes to all the people that were excited that Hulk Hogan's back at being recognized in the WWE. First of all, I'll take a quick second here. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair's matches sucked. And to add some juice, they had to say, you lose one more match, you're out of here. It was, it was genius. Uh, because now, all of a sudden, anything that was a kickout wasn't just a kickout for a match that normally wouldn't matter. It was a kickout for his career. But, you know, now we, we get to take that idea, probably not on that scale. For me, it is. But for most people, it's not. For me, right. it's that scale. That every time <laughs> Dolph goes in the ring, he has to be the best Dolph Ziggler we've ever seen. Otherwise, what what reason does Drew have to stick around with Dolph? Like, now Dolph is on this mission to prove himself. And I hope the WWE is listening because that's how they should write this going forward. Like, Drew has to make a point. He has to tell his buddy that he saved from being just decapitated by bronze, you know, catcher's mitts for hands. Yeah. And he has to tell him, look, man, I chose you. I could have had the biggest man in the company at my side, but I chose you. You get out there and you prove that I picked the right guy. And, I, yeah. you know, I'll be, I'll be honest here. They're fantastic heels, but the way that they've sold themselves is just like we're proving ourselves week after week. 
we just happen to go after the good guys. This yeah. team, if they come out with that storyline, could easily be faces. Just like that. Especially with the way yeah. the crowd popped for Braun Strowman killing Ziggler and McIntyre coming to save the day. Yeah. That moment proved, one, that there's so much more potential for these two guys. Not to go on forever as a tag team, but when they finally do break up. But number two is that Drew McIntyre will be a face when they need him to be. I think that's huge. There, yeah, I said it. There, I, I'm i the first you know, guy to say it. I let you I let you go on a little raid there. Uh, <laughs> I know these are your little, your favorite guys right now. All right, uh, my boner's your, gone. Your crushes. So... All right. Uh, no one believes that. Um, <laughs> Drew McIntyre and oil. Oh, there it is again. Oh, okay. God. So, Hey, I'm sorry. Oh, do, you silly pants goofball. Not not on my not on my watch, you big goober. You know, whatever <laughs> whatever Drew mumbled to him. I you this know is, what? This is that scripted moment, so you can't this is you know, scripted so you can't kill me. <laughs> they did uh, such a great job too, and it, a lot of credit goes to Seth Rollins, because you could tell like Drew at that point where he's like, I'm gonna kick like it, it was like, damn it, I'm gonna have to fight Braun. And then <laughs> Seth kicked Drew in the back. I, I just uh, okay. Go ahead. No, it's just it's again. Um, that's why it was one of the better episodes of Raw because it did something NXT is so good at. It it wasn't just that the what was happening at the moment was interesting. It's that seeds were planted to make you want to see the next episode. Because I don't think any of the wrestlers on Raw. I mean, it's the greatest wrestlers on the in on the world. You know, Kenny Omega. You know, excluded, and you know. Cody, you know, we don't want to go down that road, but uh, that's never fine. the problem. It's just that they don't have, they, it never feels like there's an awareness and a desire to make you want to watch every week. I think the the Attitude Era, you know, it's not that, I they sacrificed a lot of, you know, wrestling ability for making you want to tune in and see what crazy crap was going to happen next week. Yeah. So this was such a good episode because it did both. Because now you have a whole stacked roster who can go. But then, you know, these storylines make you want to tune in again. And it was more like NXT. Game of Thrones. Oh, oh right. <laughs> well, Game like, we of also Thrones got... is like <laughs> NXT. Okay. Are we transitioning to our favorite show? What? One not, more quick thing. Not quite yet. Okay. We had, Mike, one of the top five betrayals <laughs> in WWE history. WWE presents... Top, top ten five lists. betrayals. Oh, wait, oh right. Which be- top, top man, which five. betrayal is top this? Top ten five betrayal. The top thirty-five betrayals from Saudi Arabia. All well, right, I, Matt, who are you? Who you got in mind here? Well, uh, first of all, this one through five, I think, is wrong. When you think about, I don't know. Like, if we're set on this one through five, I still think this needs to be reordered. But number one, we've got Seth Rollins betrays the Shield. Number two. Mm-hmm. Evolution dumps Randy Orton. Number three, Shawn Michaels throws Marty Jannetty through a window. Number four, Kevin Owens breaks up the Festival of Friendship. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, Number five, (laughs) I, I will say, you know what, WWE fans? Recency is not a bad thing. But here, number five... Bella Twins ambush Ronda Rousey. Um, so what? What made 
made one through four so great, Mike? <laughs> I think it was that we didn't see it coming for two straight months. <laughs> like, maybe the week of, we thought, yeah, Kevin Owens is probably going to break up with Chris Jericho now. Like, something happened a week ago. For us to go in August, oh, yeah, it's it's Nikki versus Ronda uh, oh, and Evolution. No problem. Like, I mean, we were we were hard and fast. Like, that was what we said on this very podcast. Like, so, like, who I just want to put out are? there that I just want to put out there that Hulk Hogan betraying WCW, not that big a deal. Did you see what the Bellas did to Ronda Rousey? <laughs> they were friends for almost three segments. <laughs> wow. A three segment relationship. Unbelievable. Paul Bear leaving The Undertaker. That didn't mean anything. The nope. Bella Twins, three segments in, already dumping Ronda Rousey. Wow. <laughs> How about Chris Jericho on AJ Styles? That was even pretty good. You know what? Stone Cold leaving the WWF at the time to join the WCW, that is just shit to me. But the Bella Twins, <laughs> after three hot segments, have dumped their best friend, Ronda Rousey. I'm surprised it's not higher on the list. You're surprised it's not number one, aren't you? We could have just had, we could have just had a series of Kevin Owens betraying people. My God. <laughs> I mean, like, we just had Becky Lynch. Yeah, turn on Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, no. We no. had Alexa turning on Nia. It's utterly ridiculous. Like, come on. This, I, I get it. Like, they want to tell us how important this was. This wasn't the way to do it. I mean, the brothers of discussion. We love a good clickbait article. You know, there's yeah. no doubt about that. But come on. <laughs> I'm only clicking on this to say no. Don't like. Um. So, on the greatest episode of Raw, we did get that. And it was it was a long time coming. I think we all knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, moments before it happened, I was on Facebook discussing with our faction members of the Brothers of Discussion um, yeah. about that happening. So it wasn't a surprise, to, to I would say, to most fans. So um, yeah. regardless of what they are in the top five betrayals in WWE history, we can laugh that off and say, okay, that's not a real thing. Let's just ignore it. Um, I mean, I I'm get it's, like it's this show has happening. had its best success when we talk about Ronda Rousey. So we've officially mentioned her name. We know who she's fighting at Evolution. Can we move on? Well, I'll, I'll just say this. Can maybe we can transition into SmackDown uh, with this? Well, hold on. Oh God! That, I do not want to not mention what I think could be a career-saving move, uh, which was Bobby Lashley. Um, Storyline-wise, taking the credit for Kevin Owens, who in real life needs nurse knee surgery, and so he's going to be on the shelf for a while. It's a yeah. major stinky bummer because he's the best heel they have. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out every week on commentary. And honestly, I should probably get a, a, a nice check from WWE for that idea. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> he's got, like, Randy Savage uh, level of ring knowledge and he'd be hilarious to hear every week but you know what do i know um but it could be a career saving move for bobby lashley uh not only does he have a mouthpiece in um in brush leo rush now he's a bad guy he doesn't have to cut those ridiculous promos where all he's doing is is you know 
promoting do-goodedness. Now he can go yes, out and here, be like, Sammy. Yeah, now I'm not going to listen to you. I am bad now. Arr. Like, this? <laughs> yeah, he can make the Alexa Bliss face. Aww. <laughs> Aww, Alexa. Wouldn't that be cute? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just... Alexa's so cute. Did you I see her, her petting her pig on Instagram? Yeah. I knew you pig. saw it. I knew you did. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Damn it, why'd you say that? I was on a, on a, on a roll. Um... <laughs> Oh, well, look, look at, look at, listen, listen. Yeah. So, you can't have heel and face turns every week, right? There's right. only so many weeks in a year, and so many characters have to have some consistency. But by God, Lashley just, ugh, he's in yuck feuds since he's been here. He's been in yuck matches. Um, he's just come out to crickets every week. Um, and at least now he has an advocate. He has his Paul Heyman. And we already know he's a big, scary-looking man. Um... Now he doesn't have to worry about ridiculous good guy promos, which are I, I would rank as one of the harder things to do um, as a pro wrestler um, today. You know, because all the good guy, uh, the uh, you know the heels get to you know be funnier. They get to jab at you. You know, they get to do shenanigans, right? Right. The faces have to be honorable people, and now that's gone. That that weight on Lashley's back uh, is gone. He has somebody else speaking for him, and even if he's got to, you know, say something minor, he gets to be just comfortable. He gets to be bad. Um, and again, this is something where <laughs> it was interesting that night, and I'm interested to see more Lashley. I'm interested to tune in and watch more Monday Night Raw and see what Bobby's got in store for us. Um, bravo! It's just another another piece of the what was a perfect Monday Night Raw puzzle. And honestly, um, uh, from my perspective, uh, top five betrayal in WWE history uh, of the fans because we just loved Bobby so much. And how could he? <laughs> just <laughs> another entry that could have been number five, right? <laughs> All right. Um, I, 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 I do agree. I, I think, uh, you know, it's still like the sign of, of, of Rousey getting knocked out by the Bellas. Uh, not, not the best way to to end your your show evolution that's supposed to highlight how great women's wrestling is um yeah i just you know that's that's the sign of the show being too long three hours like if we could con condense it maybe we could move uh you know maybe becky and charlotte are, are actually on raw and then uh and then that's not a problem anyway i i mean i, I guess from here uh this raw episode was really good and you're right i if there wasn't the Saudi Arabia thing in the back of my mind, I could not wait for Monday Night Raw. I was so excited for Monday Night Raw Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> um, and what else happened on Wednesday, Mike? Uh, we got uh, we got I, treated I, to one of the, uh, what you know what they gave away for free. You know something that you know Goldberg and Hogan regret doing. Uh, so we we got we got this. We got Ricochet. We got Adam Cole. We got... Oh, I thought you were going to throw Bebe in there. Let's try this again. We got Ricochet. We had Adam Cole. Bebe! Don't that? interrupt me, okay? And then we had Pete Dunne. <laughs> <the brute. laughs> and they were all fighting for the North American Championship. And, you know, it's not a surprise that it was an amazing match. Oh, hum. You know. Uh, I would say my favorite spot was the callback 
to uh, the takeover spot with oh, yeah. Ricochet doing the moonsault off the, the springboard moonsault. That was fantastic. And then instead he ate double super kicks instead of just one from Adam Cole. That was pretty cool. So obviously we're not at the shows, so the pictures I post on Facebook are just me on my phone doing screenshots. It's just <laughs> so damn hard to get a screenshot of Ricochet getting kicked in the head, so I just yeah, gave up. Yeah, too fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll say this too before we jump straight into in, in NXT. Um... SmackDown, Becky and Charlotte was great, and I'm glad they're going to be at Evolution doing the last woman standing. Not the first last woman standing match like they're saying. Um, And I'm glad that The Miz announced he's going to fight whoever wins at Saudi Arabia between Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. But the rest of that show sucked balls. That was awful. And I just, let's just go, uh, let's finish this off with NXT because, you know, SmackDown... I'm, I'm happy for The Miz. I'm happy he's getting a WWE Championship match uh, coming out of... <sighs> yeah, it was a pretty cool number one contendership. Miz just declared himself. Yeah, um, good for him. Like, it was, he definitely watched an episode of The Office, um, saw Michael Scott declare bankruptcy, and he decided to use the same <laughs> rules to become... Declare! I'm a number one contender! <laughs> um... But I, I really hope they do more segments of Miz TV between AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. I think it's really really entertaining stuff to have those three in the ring, as long as they get away from those awful Minuteman jokes about the Miz and uh, you know Daniel Bryan being Mr. Small Package Man. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just magic when those when those three are in the ring. So you know, hopefully it gets to a point where it's you know. Uh, a little bit like Champa Gargano and Black, Alistair Black, you know, in NXT, something cool like that. Hopefully, we get that kind of payoff because I don't want to see it. Yeah, I want to see him um, get hit by a car. Yeah, um, but yeah, but you're right. That. <laughs> Big Show came back to crickets um, yep. and had a. It's not his fault. He's not wrestling all the time. He's getting older. He's a big man. Um, yeah. He he did have a turd sandwich against Randy. Um, but that's okay. Just you know, keep giving Randy you know uh, victories while he builds this new um, uh, you know sadistic character again. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze! <laughs> and um, well, just yeah, another weird, they're... another weird thing was Samoa Joe. You know, just like uh, Nakamura before him, uh, just ran into an AJ Styles brick wall for months, and now that's just over. Yep. Uh, he was going to be in this silly, I don't even know what it is, a WWE f- fun tournament. Uh, who knows what it is. Well, I, he lost to, to Jeff Hardy. In the first so. round. Yeah. Jeff Hardy. Uh, you know, but at least he didn't lose, you know, like eating a pin. The ref just right, called right, it because right. Joe's, you know, storyline is that his knees got a boo-boo. Yeah. Um, poor Joe. Yeah. No. No, poor Joe. Joe. Um, but, you know, besides that, we got, uh, you know, a little, a little Becky, a little Charlotte, but, uh, you know, we're cutting, we're getting up to an hour here, and, uh, um, you know, we did get an incredible triple threat. We also got a really good segment on NXT, uh, going back to Ricochet, Adam Cole. Am I supposed to bring that up? (laughs) Yeah, you're supposed to say baby, but that's fine. You blew it. (laughs) Uh, Pete Dunn, and uh, but I, you know, obviously I think going in we all knew that was going to be an incredible match. But what I really liked was the the Champa Velveteen Dream and Nikki Cross segment. Yeah. Who the hell saw that coming? Triple threat, triple, triple threat, threat, triple threat. <laughs> That's not just the brothers of discussion saying that. That was the NXT faithful in attendance. Yep. Watching that segment 
uh, watching Nikki get in the faces of you know two of the bigger stars in the show, knocking microphones out of their hands, and generally making the two of them seem pretty uncomfortable. So, will we get the first female NXT champion? Matt, your take. Definitely. Uh, if anybody you heard it here it first. Nikki Cross, she's winning against Champa in two weeks on NXT Live. Yeah. All right. Book uh, it. But, but no. I'm uh, pretty uh, sure I mean, she's the one that injured Alistair Black too. <laughs> um. So, what do you think about uh, what does she know that Cassius Ono did? Because she knows I, that he used to be Chris Hero. Is that? Is I think that, that's the big reveal. If it's if it's KO, is that not the worst decision? I I I love it being Johnny Gargano. Like I I would love if it was Cassius Ono and Johnny Gargano working together. Well, like if, I think you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta Sweeney Todd this, all right? right? So let's do it. It's gotta be storyline wise. It's gotta be somebody important. If it's just that it's Cassius Ono, that's not enough. Right. That sucks. We would that's have to learn. To we would have to learn that Champa is building an army. Like building Ooh. his own faction, then the Cassius Ono thing it makes Cassius more relevant because you know, I think since you know we've been paying more attention to takeovers, he he's usually on his back taking pins to get other people over. Somebody has to do yeah. it. He's good at it. He he has good matches. I feel like Stone Cold describing matches. It was good. It was nice. Um, <laughs> he uh, well he works stiff like his um. You know, it's like you watching Drew McIntyre. Uh, he, <laughs> his uh, his big boots, his forearms, his knife edge chops, all that stuff looks really good. Like it's, I I'd say, on the NXT roster, the the he's probably in the top three stiffest workers. I'd still put Roderick Strong up there because of the way he destroyed Daniel Bryan's poor chest um, at the Greatest Royal Rumble, but. Um, this is a way to... I think this might be a way to make him relevant again. You know, like what they're trying to do with Baron Corbin, what they're trying to do with Randy Orton. Like, Cassius should be on the roster because he's really good at his job, but this this just gives him an extra, you know, little wrinkle. I, I hope it's something like that. I don't think... I don't think it's going to be as an emotional of a payoff if it's just him working alone because that just means Alistair's going to make quick work of him when he, you know, gets back in the ring. Yeah, and I hope, uh, you know, like, there's been a couple times where we've uh, made mention of what the storylines could be, and it looks like they're leading that way, and then it changes. Yeah. So hopefully somebody is, on, like, there's one there's one person working for WWE that hears this, and they're like, oh, fuck, they're right, this is going to be lame. Uh, or NXT, whatever. Um, and they usually nail it, uh, but that that's the thing, is that... That totally feels like, you know, it was me all along. Like, that even felt like, eh, it's Vince, okay, whatever. It's not, I don't really care if it was Vince. It's kind of boring. I, I mean, that's how I felt. I, I well, remember just saying it was Vince. I thought it was really cute. Oh, uh, whatever. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, I think if it was Cassius Ono all along, that really is a turd sandwich because I, I get... It's a turd because of how he's been built so far. Yeah, we and we like to see. We like and I to love see Cassius. When change. I go to those live shows, he's yeah. he's awesome. Oh, it's that's what he's against, made for. Yeah, it's nothing against him. It's just that if we want to see growth and change out it's of just character, like, uh, I'd rather see it out of Gargano than 
than Cassius. He's got to build himself up before we care about his character change. Otherwise, it he's just going to feel like the big show. I don't think that it has to necessarily be Champa, because he's already he's already over. I still have a feeling that it's indirectly Cha uh, Champa that he's either. Um, because if you just make it a new person, I, I don't think that the revenge factor is really there. It's just kind of like, who's this guy? You know, if it was like, you know, Matt Riddle, you know, it, it's not going to happen because he's probably going to be a face. But right. um, it's got it's got to be somebody who's, you know, getting, getting, you know, hearing the word from the mountain from Champa. It has to be. I don't know why you would, storyline-wise, not make it something like that so that Black has a way to, you know, get back in an NXT TakeOver match by fighting the crony and then eventually getting another shot at the belt. Mm-hmm. It can't not be related to Champa because then it, it it doesn't, the payoff's not as strong. Like, it it's something that impeded his ability to fight for a belt. And I, I don't know if Cassius Ono, it's not enough. It's not enough if it's just oh no. It it has to have bigger implications. And and you got to think about too like the the crowd reaction. Um, if it's Cassius Ono, I think they're gonna feel the same way we feel, where it's like oh okay. Yeah, he just hasn't been given that that type of weight yet. Like he hasn't had like we've only been seeing promos from him with this storyline. Right. You know, usually he comes out. We barely hear his entrance song, and then he, you know, does oh, a... Oh, no! Yeah. We get, like, an eight-minute match out of him. He doesn't get a lot of time, so it, it just... It wouldn't be fair to him to, you know, have this big moment, and he's going to get immediately crushed when Black comes back. And and I just... I go back to what that crowd reaction would be. I, I still think even if it's Champa, that might feel a little too on the nose. But if we get Gargano... And it's a yeah, that's turn. a good option too. I I just feel like it's so like it's what we want, and and the fans kind of proved that when they jeered him out of the arena. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, on the other side, I mean, we get we get some real story, you know, out of it. What if we and, find out it was Champa and Gargano? And Gargano's been working for Champa the whole time. That yeah. is way too. No, no, no. That's I, there's a lot to read into that. But I'm just saying, like, if those two conspired and said, "Hey, this this jerk doesn't deserve the belt," and we let's DIY just one last time, we'll beat up a guy in a parking lot. <laughs> Mike, I that's, hate that's... it. But then when you think about it for a minute, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's genius. Um... You heard it here first. You can skip NXT for the next month. Um, even though there's a double, a double headline match yeah. somehow this week, uh, where well, Bianca first, Belair match, and... Yeah, the, the Undisputed Era, or the, I should say the tag titles, I, I, we've seen them open NXT before, um, even with a, a hot, hot tag title match with Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era, so... That, I can imagine, will open the show, and we'll see Nikki Cross and Bianca end it, which, um... That's madness, man. So the War Raiders are gonna get, like, their first match, and they're... They can't open the show. You can't. I'm just guessing. I... It's it's what they've done before, and... I, you know what I'm interested to see is if they treat this like, um... 
Oh, goodness gracious me. I can't remember if it was Sami Zayn or if it was uh, Neville at the time, but it was basically a, a one-match program of NXT. Um, it would just be cool if they, you know, maybe gave us a, a quick update on the on the reveal of who injured Aleister Black, but if this was, uh, you know, NXT's one hour, if it was just divvied up into two matches, I would be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, there, there'll be some some sort of promo promo in between them. Uh, yeah, if we get a quick ducky, but you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if NXT did something like that to honor that feud between Bianca and Nikki, and then, my God, this is the War Raiders' first tag team title match, and they're going against you know, Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, baby. <laughs> No, I I'm right there with you. This is this is an exciting match. Um, I That's just an exciting week for wrestling. I can't wait. Yeah, hopefully we'll focus on just wrestling in the upcoming week. Yeah. Um, I think the easiest way to do that is to back out of Saudi Arabia. And let's plant a quick seed. If the War Raiders win, Survivor Series is right around the corner, and maybe we'll have a little undisputed era for the main roster. Ooh. Hey, yeah, that was uh, part of the rumors Ooh. is WWE is ready to make call-ups after Survivor Series. So Ooh. if that is the case, you got to pick uh, you got to pick one from uh, both divisions. You got to pick uh, male and female, Mike. Who's coming up? I think it's an easy I think it's an easy answer, but uh, I think Undisputed Era. Okay. For the, for the boys. Wrong. Let's hear it for the boys. Just kidding. It's definitely Undisputed Era. And for the women. <laughs> I hope that's up. For these women. And here she comes. <laughs> She's the one. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think it would... It would... I'm going to say Shayna Baszler. Yeah. They're going to end that... They're gonna end that feud with uh, Kyrie. Let Kyrie carry the division for a while, and then let's see. Let's see what we can do uh, with all these uh, women who are in UFC formerly. Let's see what they can do on the main roster. I agree. I think that is exactly what's gonna happen. Um, so you heard it here first, uh, brothers of discussion. Right after Survivor Series, you're gonna see the debut, the debut. Yeah. And we're you gonna... thought you had a week-long poll now. Just wait till you hear this episode. <laughs> oh, man. Just think how long you're going to have to wait to see Sanity in a relevant match. Woo! Um, Woo! <laughs> I mean, uh, so let's do this. Pick pick your show. We both agree that it's, it's Shayna and the Undisputed Era. Where are they headed? Because I think it's easy Shayna's going to Raw with Rousey. Where... Does the Undisputed Era land? That's a tough question. It is, because you still have Uh Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman that need to fight for the title. Yep. There isn't really any room for them when you think about it. They'll probably go to SmackDown with the other underutilized NXT guys, you know, like Ty Dillinger and Andrade (laughs) and Sanity. Um, Never see him again. Crap. Yep. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot Bobby Roode. He's also a nothing. I. Uh, you know, honestly, I. When it, honestly, when we... you know, I feel so guilty. I can't even remember if he's on Raw or SmackDown. And I also forgot to mention Nakamura, another NXT alum who's just been treated like a bag of trash. 
Yeah. <sighs> you know, I bet Vince McMahon doesn't even watch NXT. You know what? I bet he doesn't. <laughs> bet that was another exciting episode of Brothers of Discussion. Discussion. Ducky. Ducky, let them know where they can find us, Ducky. Where we'll be having pictures of us drinking cold brew coffee. (laughs) BODpodcast.com. That uh, that is the hub for everything Brothers of Discussion. The blog, our beautiful faces. You can contact us. Uh, You can see every episode of the Brothers of Discussion as we make our climb up to 50. We're going to make some changes to the show. We're getting a new host. Yep, two new hosts, so everybody will finally tune in. We've got uh, our new host, tune in for episode 50, will be AJ Styles and Triple H. AJ Styles! <laughs> what AJ you got Styles to say to me? Triple H will be hosting episode 50, I like to so clap. tune in. Wanna talk? Clap, clap, clap. Listen, uh, AJ. My favorite song is that one by Bruno Mars. Clap, clap, clap. What? Uh, that's at B.O.D. Spider-Man's pick me on the butt, Triple H. I'm the greatest wrestler of all time. And they stop. All right. Before I do it, are you ready? Yes, I am. Because I am the greatest wrestler of all time. I right, said, are you ready? <laughs> all right. That's at BOD Podcast, BODpodcast.com. Everything for Brothers of Discussion is up there. Go find it, listen to it, subscribe, and review it, and let us know what you think so we can be better for you. Remember, this is Brothers of Discussion. Our new mission statement is to make the fans and those who create pro wrestling more creative, at least ask them to be. And be more We're going to tell them to be. Yeah, fuck you. Be we're more demand. Yeah, we're coming. All right. We are now explicit content on yeah. iTunes. <laughs> that's ready, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, everywhere you can find podcasts. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.